0: Hello, and welcome to another BJUI podcast. This is Marie Loco, a resident from the University of Minnesota. Today, we will be discussing an article titled, Exercise-Induced Attenuation of Treatment Side Effects in Patients with Newly Diagnosed Prostate Cancer, Beginning Androgen Deprivation Therapy. This is a randomized controlled study by Najera et al. The study looks at two things. One, whether exercise reduces the adverse effects of androgen deprivation treatment in patients with newly diagnosed prostate cancer, and two, the sustainability of exercise-induced improvements after the withdrawal of supervised exercise. Prior studies have looked at the effect of exercise in patients who have already developed adverse side effects from ADT, and only one study has looked at the preventative implementation of exercise prior to initiation of ADT, but they did not comment on the sustainability. 50 patients with newly diagnosed prostate cancer who were set to begin ADT were recruited from the Norfolk and Norwich University Hospitals urology outpatients from 2012 to 2014. In order to qualify for the study, patients had to have histologically confirmed prostate cancer between the ages of 50 to 80 years old. They also had to have a zero to one performance on the WHO performance status, and they had to have minimal prior um physical activity in the last six months. Patients were excluded if they had metastatic bone disease, previously treated with ADT, involvement in any other clinical trials, uh, prior cardiovascular health or COPD, or any absolute contraindications to exercise testing. The patients that qualified for the study were then randomized into a one-to-one method into an exercise group versus a control group. The exercise group completed three months of supervised aerobic and resistance exercise training twice a week for about 60 minutes, followed by three months of self-directed exercise. The primary outcome was difference in fat mass at three months. Secondary outcomes included fat-free mass, cardiopulmonary exercise testing variables, uh, fatigue, quality of life, and blood-borne biomarkers. Outcomes were assessed at the baseline, three months, and six months. Altogether, they enrolled 50 patients with the mean age of 72 and the average BMI of greater than 25 kilograms with multiple comorbidities. At three months, the exercise group had less fatigue and better exercise and metabolic markers. There was no difference in bloodborne biomarkers, body composition, CV disease risk, or hand grip strength between the control group and the intervention group. Although the exercise group maintained self-directed exercise at six months, there was no significant difference in cardiopulmonary fitness or fatigue observed between the control group and the uh, exercise group. They did, however, have a better quality of life compared to the control group. One thing I wish the study had done was look at how diet also affects quality of life and other health biomarkers that they measured. Ultimately, we do see that exercise does have increased benefits in at least fatigue um, and better exercise tolerance compared to no exercise. I think further studies can look at how diet in conjunction with exercise can play a role in reducing the adverse effects of ADT and then also improving quality of life.